Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. We talk about getting past a weight loss plateau today, three ways to get past a weight loss plateau. So make sure you listen to this episode. If you enjoy it and get something out of it, send it to your friends and family. Make sure you share it on social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever that might be. Share it with your friends and family and spread the love. Guys, this awesome podcast is is thankfully brought to us um, by your questions and Eagle and Crane Coffee um, that supplies fair trade, organic, delicious coffee straight to your door. Uh, If you guys want to look into Eagle and Crane Coffee, they'll give you a free bag that you can just try out, uh, no strings attached. And then if you do enjoy it, you can use the code, the POCAST, T-H-E-P-O-E-C-A-S-T to get 15% off of your order or your recurring subscription. So make sure you guys check out Eagle and Crane Coffee there. And remember, if you have questions that you would like to have answered on this show, you can follow me on Instagram, Adam underscore Pullman Fit, and you can go onto my Instagram story every single Sunday to get your questions answered both on there and on the show. If it weren't for your guys' questions, there would be no show. So I appreciate you guys sending in questions. I love sitting here and just talking about health and fitness. Um, so please, any questions that you have, even if it's more than one, send them in. Uh, like I said, guys, I really enjoyed today's episode on three ways to get past a weight loss plateau. I feel like a lot of people suffer with this. Um, they struggle with this and they can never figure out what the heck to do to get past it. So tune into this episode, take some notes, implement these tips into your life and make sure you spread the love by sharing this episode with your friends and family. Enjoy guys. Let's take some time here to talk about one of the most frustrating points in someone's health and fitness journey. You've been changing your lifestyle, you've been changing your behaviors, uh, and you've seen some results. You're eating cleaner, you're, you're going to the gym, you're watching your protein intake, you're eating more spinach, whatever the freaking heck you're doing, it's working. You continue to do so because it's working. So you do it again and again and again. Now over time, you notice that you start to hit a wall. At first you were losing like two pounds a week, bam, off, bam, off, bam, off. Then week 12, 16, 18, 20 comes around and you stalled. You've not, you're not able to lose any more weight. No matter what you do, no matter how hard you work out, no matter how little you eat, no matter how much you walk, run, whatever it is, you are not losing any more weight. You have officially hit a plateau. So the question is, the thing that we need to talk about today is what the heck do you do when you hit a weight loss plateau? How, I mean, how do we get past it? It's so frustrating. We put in so much work, so much effort, and the body is not adjusting. The scale is not budging. What do we do? Now, in this podcast episode, I want to give three tips that will, will help you um, when you hit this wall and you hit this plateau. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through those three. Now, this first one is hands down the best piece of advice that I could give If someone came to me and said, hey, I need to lose 10 to 15 pounds, but I'm at a wall. I've hit a plateau. I don't know what to do. This first tip, this first piece of information is going to be the most important tip. You need to implement it. And keep in mind, guys, this this stuff that I talk about on the podcast, this isn't like you, you can't treat this like your typical help self stuff where you read it or you listen to it 
And you're like, oh, that was fantastic. Can't wait to hear the next episode. Oh, that was fantastic. Can't wait to hear the next episode. No, 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 no. This is stuff that you need to implement in your life. You need to make it very real and it will work. So this first tip is absolutely something you have to implement in your life for it to work. This isn't just a thought in your head. You have to turn this into an actual reality in your life. So tip number one is to get a bird's eye view. Now, the bird's eye view applies to tons of different things. The first thing that it applies to is your nutrition, okay? Um, As you progress in a health and fitness journey towards a health and fitness goal, as you hit one goal after the next and the goals become a little bit more challenging and advanced, the more meticulous you need to be with your routine and your regimen in order to see results. Let me just give an example. So you have someone that is, let's say they're severely overweight, maybe even obese. The amount of effort that it takes them to lose two pounds really isn't that much. Now let's take someone else. Let's say that they're someone that is extremely lean already, pretty lean, let's say. Let's say they're at 10% body fat and they want to get to 5% body fat. That process needs much more attention and effort because there are ty- there are so many moving parts that need to come in. They're like all these different cogs in a wheel. They all have to come together and move perfectly in order to make that change. Whereas, you know, someone who is obese or, or very overweight that wants to lose two pounds that doesn't move much can just start going on 30-minute walks a day. Boom, two pounds gone in a week. Do you know what I'm saying? So as those goals progress, change, and advance, the amount of effort that you're going to have to put in increases and so does um, your, your so does your your need to be meticulous in assessing everything that is going on. So the first thing this applies to is your your food intake. Your food intake is crucial. If you are someone that is at a plateau and you don't know what's going on and you've never tracked your nutrient intake before and you've never even mastered it, let's say you are or you have but you're not you haven't mastered it, you absolutely need to track your food intake. Because I mean, if I were to I've been doing this for years and years and years, If I were to stop tracking my food and just eat for a week and guess where my calories, macronutrients are at, I guarantee you I would be off by ungodly amounts. So if that's, if that comes from someone that that's been, that's been doing that for years, imagine what it's going to be like for someone who has never done it. Tracking your food intake is going to tell you exactly what is going on. So, you know, imagine you're in a maze. And you're extremely frustrated. You can't find the way out. You go left. You go right. You go straight. You retrace your steps. You can't figure out the way out and it's driving you nuts. But you get a bird's eye view. You go up top. You see every single turn that's going on, where the exit is. And you're like, oh, I just got to take a left here, go straight, right, left, and then I'm out. Same thing goes with your food here. Oh, no wonder I'm not losing weight. I'm eating 3,000 calories when I thought I was eating 2,000. I'm just going to adjust this, this, and this, and I'll lose weight. Oh, No wonder my metabolism is slowing down a little bit. My muscle mass is going down. I'm not eating enough protein. I'll just add some more protein and we'll see what that does. So you have to be able to assess everything in your nutrient intake to figure out what's going on and what discrepancies there are, what nutrient deficiencies there are, or deficiencies in general. So you can start anywhere with that. I mean, I preach this all the time because it is so important to track your food intake. And it really doesn't take that long. Sometimes I post up on my Instagram story, um, the amount of time that it takes me to enter a couple of items from lunch. I mean, it's like, I don't know, 30 seconds at most. Sure. I've been doing it for a while, but I guarantee you if you went on, it wouldn't take you more than two minutes. 
So anyway, you, you can start anywhere with this. Uh, you can use apps like MyFitnessPal or FatSecret. That would be a great one to use as well. Uh, I've never used FatSecret. Some people like the user interface on FatSecret a little bit more. I've, excuse me, I've used MyFitnessPal and I absolutely love it. But that is the first thing that you need to do. So you need to track your food intake just based on how you normally eat. Don't try to impress yourself. Just eat how you normally would, but measure everything. And now a, a side note with this is that measuring everything doesn't mean eyeballing everything. If you grab some almonds, that doesn't mean, oh, I grabbed a handful of almonds. I'm going to track, I don't know, four ounces of almonds, whatever. No, no, no. You have your digital scale. You put the bowl on, you tear it, and then put your almonds in, and then eat your almonds. Not that hard. And that's going to tell you exactly how much you've had. You just grab the amount that you think you would normally want, put it on there, measure it, eat it, put it in my fitness pal. So you eat as you normally would for, uh, I, I always recommend anywhere from seven to 14 days. The longer, the better. Then you can get an idea of where you're at. And then when you do that, you can look through your patterns and your habits and figure out what's going on and where the mistakes are, okay? So that is the first thing. Uh, another thing is your, your movement, especially when it comes to your training. A lot of people just go into the gym to work out, and that's great. I, I prefer that method. But if you're trying to reach a goal, there is a certain process that has to take place uh, in your programming in order to allow your body to adapt and change that is favorable for that goal. Programming is extremely underestimated. Your programming is, programming is extremely important. So if you, if you track your workouts and you say, oh, I've been doing 15 to 20 reps on everything forever. Maybe if I want to speed up my metabolism a little bit, I'll try doing lower reps and build some strength. Or, oh, wow, I'm not doing as much weight as I thought I was. I'm going to increase my weight this week and see what that does. So that gives you another idea of things that are going on. Now, the one thing specifically with your training that you might want to look at is your training volume. You know, research is telling us now that as your training volume increases, the, your, your, uh, your strength will go up, your muscle mass will increase, and those both are favorable things when it comes to breaking past a weight loss plateau. Uh, and in your volume is going to be your weights times your sets times your reps. So the weights that you use, uh, the sets that you do them for, and then the reps that you perform in each set. So that is something else that you want to track. The third thing is going to be, the third part of this first tip is going to be um, tracking your steps and tracking your NEAT. NEAT is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So this is just movement that you, you pick up from fidgeting, doing the laundry, doing chores, vacuuming, walking around, anything that's not really, you know, exercise or considered exercise, that is your NEAT. Increasing your NEAT may help with this. So if you, if you realize, oh, wow, I'm only stepping three to 4,000 steps a day, which is usually the American average, uh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to increase it to six and see what happens. Then you do some weights on the scale and you see if that budges your weight. So that's something else you need to take into consideration. So these first three things that you need to make sure that you're tracking are your food intake. Got to measure your food intake on my fitness pal, fat secret, whatever, measure everything you eat and figure out what's going on and what is wrong. After that, then you're going to track your volume and your training, weights, times, sets, times, reps, figure out what you've been doing for a really long time and maybe try something new. And then after that, you're going to increase your NEAT. Okay. So increasing, and it's no particular order. These are just three things that you need to address. And your NEAT is going to tell you how much or how little you are moving in the day. Um, and from there, you can make adjustments and add a few thousand steps a week or whatever it might look like, whatever is, is, is easy to do with your schedule right now. All right, so um, that is those are the first three things that I recommend um, <clears throat> people do 
in order to break past a weight loss plateau. You have to get a bird's eye view of everything that is going on, track your food, track your movement, track your exercise, figure out what doesn't make sense or what isn't working based on your goal and change it. Now, obviously, there are a million different things that could be wrong depending on your goal. Um, you, you could be doing 20 different things wrong with your food alone. So uh, if you get there and you're like, I don't understand what I'm doing wrong, you know, find a personal trainer, find a nutritionist, find someone that can help guide you through that process. So that's tip number one, get a bird's eye view. Tip number two is going to be taking your foot off the gas. So in health and fitness, more is not always better especially in health and fitness. Overtraining is very real um, and hitting a plateau, whether it's weight loss, strength, muscle gain, all of that can come from going too hard. Your body just kind of puts their foot down, its foot down and says, eh, screw you, I'm done. I absolutely have to rest and recover. So take your foot off the gas a little bit. Now, what does that look like? That might just mean in taking your intensity down in your workouts. It might mean working out fewer days per week. It might mean instead of hitting your muscle your muscle groups three times a week, you hit them twice per week and you lower the intensity down. It might mean having more rest days. Um, what happens when you're just pushing yourself too hard? I see this especially in group classes, health and fitness classes, boot camp classes, orange theory, all that shit like that. Okay, this is where I see a lot of this stuff. People push themselves too hard. They're doing high intensity interval training for an hour, five days a week. No wonder their body shuts down. Your hormones get all jacked up. Your HPA axis gets jacked up. So that's your hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. And that is just, a, it's, a, it's a, a system for stress response in the body. So, you know, you release hormones and it's all a system. And when you are overriding 24-7, that whole system gets jacked up. Hormones aren't allowed to be signaled properly to release. Um, some things get released too much. Cortisol is released too much and it doesn't come back down. So uh, it's, it's basically putting your body in a constant stressful state and it never can rest and digest. Okay, so you have to make sure that if you're going too hard, take the intensity down a little bit. And that's kind of a gut thing. You know, if you're if you're doing intensity, high intense workouts five days a week, got to take it down. If you're sitting there going, I know I could push it way harder than I actually am, then you're probably okay. You know, if you're like just working out two days a week, light full body workouts, I'm sure that going too hard is not your problem but it's kind of a gut thing with that. So that's the second thing. Make sure that you are reducing your stress, um, and that includes emotional stress, work stress, all that stuff, and the stress on the body. You need to have a well-balanced diet for full of healthy fats, get plenty of quality sleep, and you know restful sleep, not just, yeah, I laid in bed for eight hours. I'm talking restful sleep. Um, another good idea might be cycling off of caffeine. That might help. You want to take your body into this rest and digest state, this parasympathetic state, so it can kind of recoup and then try going back into it. Usually when I have people who are just hammering themselves 24-7 and they come see me, they're just, I mean, because that's what happens. They're like, I'm doing all the right things. I don't know what's going on. I need a professional to help. And I help them. I say, okay, we're going to go to three days of training a week and you're just going to do weights. You're not doing any intense training, no hit, nothing, no cardio. We're just going to lift weights. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is never going to work. And then what do you know? A month later, their body responds. So if you're going too hard, you got to take it down a little bit. All right. So that's the second thing that is going to help you break past that weight loss plateau. The third tip, the third thing is going to be changing your focus. Um, this can seem a little woo-woo. That's fine. Just kind of think about it with an open mind and an open heart. So this is this is a very real thing that I've seen happen with plenty of clients, plenty, plenty of friends of mine, and even with myself. Uh, when we're stuck at a weight loss plateau, we're focused on numbers. Numbers, 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 numbers. 
I want to see my weight get down to this. I want to see my weight get down to that. I want to, uh, whatever the freaking heck it is. It's a number. It's a, it's an outcome based goal. And so what happens is when we don't see those outcomes happen, negative thoughts start filtering into our mind. And then it turns into an unhealthy obsession. And that, that breeds even more stress than we were talking about before. So you have to make sure you take yourself out of that state. Now, the question is, well, how do I take myself out of that state if my numbers are dependent on the goal? You just have to. I get it. I get that you want to track the numbers to look at the goal. But how has that been working for you so far if you're at a plateau? Probably not that great. Now, what you do instead is take those numbers, get rid of them, and focus on behavior goals. Focus on behavioral goals. I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. I'm going to train hard or I'm going to train lighter because I usually push myself too hard. I'm going to get whatever. I'm going to get four meals in today. I'm going to eat healthy foods, behavior based goals. That way, when you just do it, boom, the behavior is done. You hit the goal over time. Those behavior based goals are what make up that outcome based goal or that number based goal. So if you focus on the behaviors, they're going to soon become habit and then the outcome will be immediate without much thought or effort. So those are the, and that's, and that's a very real thing, guys. The, the power of the mind is extremely real. Do not underestimate it, okay? Um, it, it, you have to look at positive behavior changes. So those are the three things that I recommend, guys, to get past a weight loss plateau. That first one is just getting a bird's eye view of everything that is going on. Food intake, training, your neat, movement, all of that stuff. Track it all. See what's going on. If you don't know what to fix, find a professional that will help you. Number two is going to be, uh, number two is going to be taking your foot off the gas, just lightening that load a little bit. Rest, take a week off, have some more rest days during the week. Don't be supersetting every single exercise. Rest in between your sets. Work on practicing your movements, like your squats, your deadlifts, your presses, your rows. Practice those instead of killing yourself and working out. Get back into a parasympathetic state. Get rid of your, your work stress, your emotional stress, any sort of stress going on. Try to lower it as much as you possibly can. And then number three, guys, is just going to be changing your focus. Stop looking so much at your numbers. Start focusing on behaviors. Focus on your strength. Focus on the amount of times you commit to going to the gym and you have a great workout. Focus on your focus during your workout. Are you zoned in? Are you centered in? Take your mind off the numbers. That probably get your mind in a better positive state, and then you'll be able to come back at it and reach those outcome-based goals. You might even reach those outcome and number-based goals while you're focusing on the behavior-based goals. So that's the third thing with that one, guys. I'll go over them one more time. First one, track everything, get a bird's-eye view. Second one, take your foot off the gas. Third one, take your, your mind and your head off the numbers and foc focus on behavior based goals. So guys, those are the three things that I recommend to get past a weight loss plateau. If you have any questions regarding weight loss plateaus, health, fitness, nutrition that you would like to have answered on this show, find me on Instagram, Adam underscore Pullman fit. Pullman is P O E H L M A N N. And you will be able to ask any questions you would like on my Instagram story every single Sunday. Thanks so much for being here, guys. We'll talk to you in the next episode. 
Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom-tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.